So what is it exactly that you do, you know, for your, for a living or what did you do before you joined C-suite? I guess maybe it's a better question. What did I do before I joined C-suite? Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, uh, like most people, I have a lot of uh, iterations. I have a lot of versions of me and, uh, and you know, the, the, the abbreviated version is that I have a business background. Uh, you know, I always have been uh, business inclined, process inclined, project management inclined, you know, who's going to do what by when, that, that kind of thing. That's the way I, my brain works. Um, but I also am a natural born performer uh, and that the stage is my natural habitat. I was the little girl that would, you know, when they would go in nursery school and say, does anybody want to volunteer to be married? I will be, I will be, or the Silver Bell or Rudolph. Uh, the, that was me. So I uh, had the hairbrush as the microphone. Uh, so I had that combination of business and performance inside me for many, many years. Uh, and then, uh, you know, through, through my education and through my experience, I found myself uh, growing in the ranks of corporate America, worked for a Fortune 100 company, uh, uh, responsible for about $100 million of annual revenue in product development, uh, large scale projects in technology. And so I had this, uh, you know, this background of knowing how to work with people, how to get things done, uh, how to collaborate, how to uh, get a room full of angry uh, adversaries to get around to your way of thinking and to get a project out the door and get a product out the window that can, you know, make us all money. So I have that background, uh, but I also have a background in, uh, in alternative healing and in energy management and in uh, mindfulness and uh, and understanding the mind body spirit connection and understanding how we uh, process and take in and send out energy. Uh, so I have that background, but then I also have my speaking background. So you know, because I am a natural born inspirer, uh, and because I have this depth and breadth of expertise of how to get things done in a, in a, an efficient and focused and successful way, combining it with mindfulness. How do we actually show up and maximize a moment in the, in the best possible way within and outside of our worlds? Uh, that is kind of, you know, the framework through so which I guess everything I should that tell I my listeners that this from. is going to be an so eight hour this- podcast, right? You got quite a <laughs> there are two things that I would like to focus on. One of them is collaboration. That's near and dear to my heart. I'm a real fan of collaboration. And the other one is, before we launch into that, since I'm doing a podcast for aspiring women business owners and women who want to go into business, but maybe are a little afraid to do so, a little insecure about it, or they're already in business and want to get to the next level. But I'm looking for women who are good business role models who've been there and done that and have little some nuggets of advice that they could pass along. It strikes me that you're a perfect person for that. So, and, and the other last thing is prejudice. You know, the women have made great strides in business and in, in the workplace and the boardrooms, and, uh, but still there's a long way to go. Uh, when you were, what you were, uh, the Fortune 100 company, and you were a powerhouse, but uh, you were probably surrounded by male counterparts. Did you have problems 
getting what you want done and or moving up the ladder because you're female or because your effervescent personality didn't really matter? Oh, bless your heart. Uh, so, so I remember vividly once when I was growing in my role uh, as uh, in senior management uh, of marketing and product development, I was about, I was in my 20s, mid 20s. And uh, there was a conference call that uh, I needed to be pulled into with seven of my counterparts, all of whom were male and, uh, and older than I was. And I was nervous about that. And I called my boss uh, from a payphone. Do you remember those? Payphone! I had this conference call outside in a payphone, out of a, outside of a Kmart. I remember those too. And, They're also gone. Uh, and I, I asked... <laughs> Uh, yep. I asked, I asked my boss, I said, Dave, I'm really nervous. I'm at this, this conference call about the future of the product is at stake. You're not going to be there. You're putting me in, in charge of being responsible for our department against seven of my adversaries. It's seven guys against one. And he said, it's maybe a close fight. And, and so I always had, uh, uh, blessed to be working with male mentors who saw my brilliance and, and, and allowed me to see myself in a different way than I saw myself. They saw me as who I really was. And I saw me as what I thought other women should be, which is this subservient, not, you're not allowed at the table. And so I had blessed, I was blessed with having that support. Uh, and I also feel like there's a lot more work that women leaders need to do to be in that position, to be in that position where you can go toe to toe against a male counterpart in any sort of dialogue or collaboration or conflict resolution or contract negotiation or any of those things. You have other aspects that you need to present because you can't, you need to be strong, but not overbearing. You need to be approachable, but not too wimpy. You need to be attractive, but not too attractive. You need to have all these different pieces in place that, uh, that frankly are just machinations that women have to go through time in and time again, uh, that men simply don't have to, because we need to navigate well, we the chasm look good in and the gender support gap. ourselves well too, uh, but and, I guess it's not as difficult, right? Oh yeah, it takes you about thirty seconds 30 to seconds. get ready, and it takes no, me about, about three hours. Seconds. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I dress well. You know, I there's books like Dress for Success, and I've taken process. that to heart. I wear an Armani suit when I go, to, you know, meet with certain people, and I'm cognizant of that. Good. But you're right. I mean, I don't have to spend an hour and a half putting on makeup, and it's very different. Very, Those are two I, different I agree. Worlds. I, I hear a couple of things from you. I hear you had were lucky enough to have great male mentors who saw your talent, saw what was underneath the surface. And also you had a very yep. much so unfair advantage that most women don't have, and most people don't have, and that your personality was the one that really helped you do what you wanted to do. And, uh, you know, it's like somebody who, who has inherits a bunch of money and wants to start a business. They have a big advantage. They've got a bankroll. You know, capitalization is a big issue when it comes to making a business successful. So, Somebody starts out with a lot of capital, right. they have an unfair advantage. You had personal capital, um, right? But you just because right. you had that didn't, doesn't mean 
that you would have been smart enough to use it. And what separates you from the crowd oh, is totally. you, you used it. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. Effective utilization and strategic implementation of said charm. Uh, so, you know, I, I, well, just a couple things about that. You're, you're absolutely right. It's, it, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. I was named most enthusiastic in second grade for a reason. I am the most valuable cheerleader for a reason. Okay. This is who I am. It's the essence of who I am. And I want to say that I can stay at that frequency. I can stay at that pitch of energy day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out, because of, because of the, the, commitment that I have to my own thought leadership in mindful performance, how can you continue to be mindful and perform in the best possible way at home, at work, all day long? I live my content as best as I possibly can so I can keep my energy and my impact and my enthusiasm and my essence to its maximum. And that is a thing that opens doors. That is the thing that attracts people to go from maybe to yes, is when somebody is truly present with them. And that's what I think I bring, but I bring it not just naturally because, hey guys, it's fun. I bring it because I work it and everybody can work it. Does that make sense? Everybody can work their own charm level and their own presence and their own enthusiasm. If and they like I said, I'll it. mention them. Right now, to my listeners here, you know, this is an audio podcast, so you don't have the, the advantage of having the visual here. And I'll tell you that since we've been talking, Teresa is standing and she has not stopped moving for even a brief moment. <laughs> so I could, Teresa, I could see your energy. Uh, it exudes from you. And that's contagious, isn't it? That's your energy level. Oh, I'm right? sorry. No, don't, don't apologize. Sorry. I don't mind it at all. Um, but it just is a it's an example of your energy level, how you say well, it doesn't wane. And it's like that all the time. How do you go to sleep at night? What do you do to, go, to, to relax and go to bed? You know, I, uh, I don't take in very much media uh, and I work a lot. You know, I, I'm committed to what I'm doing. I'm passionate about what I do. I like uh, contributing my content to conversations in a variety of ways. And so by the end of the night, uh, and especially, you know, I have lots and lots of conversations with executives and thought leaders and influencers about how they can grow their reach, how they can make a bigger impact, how they can collaborate with other high caliber individuals. And so I, I expend a lot of, of my energy every day. And with my mindfulness practice, you know, I'm just really good at my routine and going to sleep at the right time and, uh, and taking care of myself uh, in a way that can sustain that kind of energy on an ongoing basis. It's a real practice. It's a real commitment to be able to do that. And for, for example, like standing here, you know, I just this weekend changed some things around and moved some opportunity, you know, moved some of my equipment so I could have opportunities to, to stand sometimes when I'm having these interviews and when I'm having phone calls, because, you know, the body is getting older and in sitting in a chair every single day for 12 hours a day does not make a happy teeter. So I like to, you know, have things moving just a little bit. And since this is an audio 
podcast and it's just you and me uh, that, you know, I figured it'd be okay that I, that I uh, stand here and kind of get some of the, you know, the, 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 the crackles out because well, then I can show up better. Even if it's not just you and me, I don't see anything wrong with standing. I mean, most videos are done standing. Well, I think they are any half and half anyway. They're, they're they, it all standing helps you think clearer. I might, you know what? I might steal that idea because I really like doing presentations. You know, I was a teacher, school teacher, and I've given uh, two-hour workshops on how to take Social Security as part of my my curriculum. It's a volunteer thing. I do that to give back to the, the community. Nice. Um, and so I found that I hadn't done any presentations in, in a while. I used to do a lot of them in my health insurance, group health insurance business. And then mm -hmm. I stopped doing them. And then I had to do this two-hour, which is, that's a long presentation to learn. Oh. But I found that getting up there and kind of being on stage, whatever it's, yeah. and uh, I loved it. And oh, I yeah. miss it now. I was Kidding. getting really like, good at oh, it. I love it. I was right? like heroin. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, oh. It's, a, it's a high you can't get anywhere else. Nope. And very yep. often, you're depressed the next day. Maybe not you, but you need another another hit because oh, know, sure. it's hard to go down and stay there. You have to get. Oh, I, I have some stories to tell you, Rob, someday about some of my big keynotes that I do, and I'd be so buzzed up afterwards that I would be on a holy terror. <laughs> I was. I should have had a warning label put on me because I was so juiced up from being around the energy of all those people. You know, it's to me, energy is my primary currency. That's the that's the language I speak more than anything else. And so, being in a room full of people, this this pandemic and this social isolation that's occurring is the biggest challenge that I've faced in my life uh, if, if, because of so many reasons. And one of the reasons is I am cut off from the physical aspect of connection with another person. And I'm a hugger. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, you're I am in trouble. full Megillah hugger. Yeah, and yeah. so, you know, but here's the thing. We adapt we adapt, we figure out where, what's our current circumstances and what can we do to, to evolve through this transformative time. And for me, I'm, I'm getting my connection fill through genuine, authentic connections with other people that I meet in the C-suite network and in my professional orbit that I end up having that satisfied. Now, is it satisfied like I want it to be satisfied? Like it used to be satisfied? No. And it is what it is. Here we are. What can we do to still, you know, show up, right? Yeah. Well, that's a great segue for us because I wanted you to talk a little bit about C-Suite, what it is. I know there's different parts of it. There's the podcast network and then there's the networking part, portion of it and there's all yep. the other moving parts. Um, and it's really designed, I believe, to set up collaboration between successful people and to help each other. Because I know I belong and I've gone to some of the meetings and nobody's ever asked me to pay money or to do anything. And they're always willing to help. Uh, and, and so that's very, can be very valuable. And a lot of us entrepreneurs, especially now, can be a little isolated and lonely because they're stuck at home yeah. and they're not in that environment. So tell, tell me a little bit about what C-Suite is and um, your point of view on collaboration. Yeah. Uh, so it all starts with the premise that nothing great can happen in a vacuum, uh, that everything magical and abundant and meaningful uh, comes from the 
creation between at least two people. Uh, and that when you look at that, what you want to create with your business, what you want to create with your, your thought leadership, what you want to create with your life comes from what you create with others. And so with that, the C-suite network is this vast network of vetted business executives, business leaders, and the influencers and the thought leaders who serve those people to get together and in support of growing our businesses and growing our impact. And the, when you have a community of people and you have a content platform, which is what the C-Suite Network is, it's a collective of people and platform. When you get caliber, high caliber people together in this culture of support, encouragement, collaboration, positivity, growth, integrity, respect, uh, just power, when you get that collective together and these are high caliber people who, who are demanding a lot of themselves and of all of the, you know, the world around them, great things happen. And what's I the, see it every single yeah. day. Okay. Well, tell, what, what's the vetting process? You know, I mean, people listening and they go, wow, that sounds great, but will they take me? You know, how do you, what's in a nutshell, what, what kind of person are you looking for? What kind of person do you accept into the fold? Well, you know, we, we, we get to meet every person that comes into the network. So we see who you are and we talk to you and we find out, you know, what, what is your business model? And, uh, you know, these are primarily VPs and above of companies, $2 million and above. Uh, and, and we're, we're a high touch network. You know, we, we, we really do want quality people and have quality people in our orbit. And so, and as you engage deeper into the community, depending on what your objectives are and what your desires are and what your expertise is, then there's different layers of that process that you go through, right? Uh, but essentially, you know, we are just this, this collective who are saying, hey, we are going to get together for the purpose of showcasing your brilliance and and helping you uh you know have more impact and do more with your success and energy begets energy so when you have leadership like we do of you know jeffrey hazlett our chairman and ceo who's the former cmo of eastman kodak and he's bought and sold 250 plus businesses we're 25 billion in transactions and he's a hall of fame speaker and from the sales and marketing association and all sorts of different things you know guest on celebrity apprentice for goodness sake our judge on on uh, celebrity apprentice all those kinds of things energy begets energy and and certain people find us right and and we're growing so fast that uh, i really think it's because of the presence that we have you know people are are not out anymore and they're not at work and they're not doing the things that they used to do and so they are looking at their screens and listening in their earbuds to to find connection and to find insight and to find community and to find collaboration because they know, they know that their success lies in that, right? No matter where you are, what you do, you cannot get there alone, period, I, I end of that. statement. Yeah, and you know, in fact, uh, Jeffrey, and I think it was you, interviewed me when I approached you to find out about the C-suite. And yeah. I just called to get some information and before I knew it, I was agreeing to, <laughs> 
be a member and pay <laughs> $250 a month or whatever it is. I, and I didn't even ask what I'm buying. You know, I just, it sounded so great. The energy level, like you said, was so good. I said, well, I got to be part of this regardless of right. what the details are. I'll figure that out later. And, exactly. And, but I want to, I want to be in that, in that room. And I really, really dislike being the smartest guy in the room. And yeah. so there's no way I'm the smartest guy in this room which is great. I may be not be the least smart, but I'm certainly not the smartest and not the wealthy. And, and so yep. it's a great group of people for me to talk to. So why did you, Guy, if you remember, why did you accept me into the group? I'm not a vice president or president of a $2 million corporation. I'm just, I'm just me. Um, but, you're, but you're a content contributor who wants to contribute valuable content into the conversation through your podcast. So okay. that's what I see. So when I talk about the vetted business executive network and the thought leaders and the influencers that serve them, that's who you are. You are taking your platform of amazing women, which is a brilliant podcast idea that you're taking for to support women entrepreneurs growing. And heck yeah, that's what we need. We need more and more uh, vehicles and spaces and, and outlets to have women move into parity. I'm committed to that. I'm committed to that as somebody who has, who has had to be in situations where I'm the only woman in the room, you know? So what you do, what you're offering is important. And so as a network, we want voice, different voices. We want those opportunities for those stories to be shared. So that's, that's one of the many reasons, Rob, why you have been <laughs> okay, invited well, thank into you. the C-Suite um, Network. I, I know I'm one of the, you know, I, I've kind of, kind of knew, but I wanted to hear it from you because I was curious. <laughs> you to have a little you know? bedtime story. And, you know, and that's good for my ego, to be honest with of you. Of course. But, um, you know, I know I'll make a big difference and this will be great. It's already good. Uh, but since I have you as my guest and since you are so well connected and well and experienced and brilliant, um, what do you think women need? What could I contribute besides the obvious of just interviewing people and, and shedding light on what they do and how they've done it? What do you think women really could walk away with that? They go, wow, that was a great podcast. I'm really glad I tuned in. I learned X. What do you think I could supply that they would be uh, appreciative of? Uh, well, a couple of things. Thanks for that question. Uh, the first thing is uh, the more that you can amplify their brilliance, uh, that's, that's a big gift. So interviewing women and then sharing it on your social media platform, including C-Suite Radio and C-Suite Network Advisor and all those other different uh, opportunities that you have, share it on social and be intelligent about that sharing so that she can utilize it to her greatest advantage uh, on her digital platform. I can do that. Uh, and the second thing is, uh, it's really a call to action to you and to all of the other uh, men in, in, in their industry. And that is hire them, hire them. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm deadly serious. I, well, you know what? Truth is, if I was going to hire somebody to do anything for me for this podcast business, I would hire a woman because that's Good. who I'm talking to, right? Well, I'd be crazy to hire a, a man because uh, what do they know? Um, some of them know. I mean, Jeffrey knows. He did this. You guys put together this whole sure, show, this, this whole anti thing about uh, women in business. But in general, and I, I like men too, but I'm looking to talk to women. So I need to find out 
what, how do they think and what do they need? And I'm trying to bring a male point of view to this podcast because there's lots of guys out there doing podcasts and they talk to all kinds of people and, and whether it's Joe Rogan, who's the epitome, you know, he's got all kinds of interesting people, but there's not really any, any niche, no demographic right. to speak of. And then there are lots of women doing podcasts and they're either selling something like how to do a podcast or they're doing kind of female things. They do, they're not, I don't know, I hate to use the word feminist because maybe I'm a feminist, but they, they're more girly for a lack of a better term, more, more emotional, more like the view than 60 minutes, okay? And so there's nobody out there coming to the table looking to promote women from a male point of view who wants to support women. That's why mm -hmm. I'm here alone, which is great. I love being in that position. Uh, but I will surround myself with women so that I get a better understanding of what they need and want. I'm not going to ask men, what do they need and want? Right. Right. Women. You ask and, and, and the more, the more that they can get into the room, the more that women are given the opportunities to be in the room and that requires being hired, being considered being considered. So when you have anything that you are doing in your business and you think I could do it with this person or I could do it with this person, all well, other things being equal. Right? I agree. And, and I think the term here again is collaboration. I'd much yes. rather have four or five women almost like on a board that would give me mm -hmm. advice and help me with things rather than hire them. I'm not a big fan of having employees. I've done that, been there and done that. I've had, well, I never had a lot, I had five, but still, I'm not a big fan of being an employer, even though. Or I'm just saying hiring like a, as a service. As know, a service, per, right. Service yeah. providers. And I look for that. And, you know, I yeah. hired somebody to help me edit my notes and my podcast notes. I hired a woman. Perfect. She happens to live in, um, where is she? Africa somewhere. I forget where. You know? <laughs> so I don't really care where they are either. But yeah. it's a woman. And I'm talking to a woman who does websites. I saw her, one of her websites today. It was really good. And so Great. I need to find some partnership with that for various yeah. reasons. I'm going to try to maybe collaborate with her. And so, yeah, I take that to heart. I will collaborate with lots of women in different places, different ways. So that's great. Right. Um, you have any uh, suggestions on how I could do that most efficiently or how anybody could do that most efficiently, not just me. Well, I think getting clear on what your objective is and what you want to do with your brand and your, you know, your movement, your, your content, all that, getting really clear on that. And then when you have those resources that you need, you just start to look around at what your orbit is, right? Who's in your professional orbit? Who's in your network? And that's the key. You know, that's what's so potent about the C-suite network is the quality of the people in the room. If you need anything, you know, you're, you're, you're an email away to the concierge that can answer, here's who we know that does this. Well, let me stop uh, so you right there just, for a second, if you don't mind. And that is, I always try in all my shows to get a couple of nuggets of information that people could walk away with that's really valuable. Like, like wow, that's, yeah, yeah, that's what I need to know. And, and that, what you just said, that's my nugget. That's great, because people follow that advice they're halfway there. I mean, they, a lot yeah. of people don't have good direction. They need to, to know how to do that. And I would say that that'll be my, that'll be the quote for the show. Of course, you may come up with something better next. I don't know, but 
That's no, so, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's a little piece of genius. And uh, thank you for that. So pay You're welcome. Rewind and listen to that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, just go, I'll, I'll highlight it in the, no, in the notes. So you'll see it, but take that to heart. So yeah, absolutely. So, so, you know, what I want to leave your, your listeners with is, you know, first of all, amazing starts from within, right? So, so really doing the work, the, the work of embracing your, your full awesomeness. So the competence and the confidence and the presence that one takes to be successful in a, you know, as a woman in, in business and, and to just widen that net with the highest of caliber people that you can imagine be in the room with the most strategic people, you know, read the, you know, the most relevant business content that you possibly can digest. Listen to the podcasts that have the best guests on there. Do the things that you can do to widen your professional orbit, because that's where success lies is where, when you stretch out, that 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 circle of of influence that you have and bring it as wide as you possibly can because then the people that can affect that magic will be circling you and will be able to help you that's great that's that's uh that's that's million dollar nugget part b (laughs) (laughs) so we'll we'll put that all together yeah that was really fabulous i mean if we i could quit right now and this would be a great podcast and and actually are running out of time so I want to ask you just a couple other quick things, because I know people are listening to this and I know I'm not the only one with the attitude that, that says in the back of my mind, well, yeah, look at her, but she does have that unfair advantage. She's so exuberant and, and oh. you know, great quality. So people say, well, I'll, I'll never do that. Well, the reality of it is a lot of my listeners, I'm sure, are amazing women and can do what you did or what you do, what you do. Yeah. And they need to know that in a lot of ways you you're just like them. Well, they're just like you. Uh, you're not this superstar, you know, uh, mogul. You're just a person. And so. Uh, well, and I'm a hot mess sometimes. Sometimes. Right. Well, about, tell me a little bit about you personally. I mean, are you married, single? You have kids? Where do you live? You know, whatever you want. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't think I need to tell you all that. Why not? I don't need to tell you my, my marital status, my family status and where I live. Well, you know, I'm what state. That's all. But you don't have to tell me if you don't want to share that. That's fine. I, 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 I'm, I'm a proud Midwesterner. I, I am in, uh, in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, and I'm proud to be. So, uh, you know, I, I have a, a, a rich life and a lot of wonderful people in my world. So, uh, you know, I, and my, my, my work family, you know, I have my work family in the C-Suite Network. So... Yeah, I, I get the feeling you're very thing. fulfilled. You know, you, you're happy I am. where you are, wherever that is, you know, and you figured out your work-life balance, whatever that is. That's a cliche too. But in your case, um, I would imagine the work-life balance is heavily weighted to the work side, but that's what you yes. love because you do what you love to do. It's not really work yes. for you, right? Right. Well, I mean, it's work. It's well, work. Let's it not, takes time let's and not... effort, but you enjoy it. I, I mostly enjoy it, sure. But you know, with anything that we build, there are times that are difficult and, and they're, they're hard and you don't want to do it and you want to say stop. 
And, uh, you know, so even though I love my job and I love the people that I get to work with and, and I get inspired by and I learn from and I'm growing because of the people that I am surrounding myself with, uh, I still get really tired. And it's a daily challenge. I mean, the, the, I, please, I don't want your listeners to think that I'm, you know, this 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 ball of energy that never stops glowing. Uh, it's it really is uh, work. And and so, you know, I my meditation, like I do meditation every day, and I you know try to do my yoga practice every day, and I try to get outside and get some fresh air and some sunshine every day, just to you know keep that that going. Uh, because there is a lot, you know, I'm a high performer. So high high performers work a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And high performers typically like what they do. And it's one of the reasons they're good at it. Yes. And they like what they do because they're good at it. It goes back and forth. Each each side feeds the other, but um, you are human after all. I see that. Yep. You have your, <laughs> you have your failures and your successes and you have your good days and bad days. And so, see, you don't have to be perfect all the time. You could still be a real person and still be an amazing success. And so that's yes. very, very encouraging. You know, you're, you're very encouraging on multi levels. And Thank you. Are, you, are you hireable? Do you, do you work as a coach? Do people hire you to coach them? Well, you know, I don't, uh, I don't really have a private practice of coaching uh, anymore because of my role in the C-suite network. Uh, you know, I still, uh, still am available for some, uh, some MC work and some speaking work uh, for organizations that might want to have a blast of mojo in their next Zoom meeting and, uh, and be able to share with them what my nuggets of awesome are for mindful performance and do it in a funny and charming and engaging way. But I don't do any private coaching anymore uh, just simply because of all the other work that I've got going on in building the community uh, in the C-suite network. Yeah, you're well you're coaching multiple people at once rather than one at a time right? Yeah so it's different but it's just just as if not more valuable to to us so so speaking on behalf of the community I I appreciate what you do and I I, I can see you're good at it and I can see why you're you're, you're good at it and I plan on uh, learning a lot from you as the, the days and months go by. And if I can share some of that wisdom with my audience, I will do that. And I'd love to have you on sometime again in the future. But I think uh, we're about out of time now. And I just want to thank you for, for being my guest and just tell my audience how they can get in touch with either you or C-Suite. What's the contact information? What's the best way to find out more about the organization that you so gloriously are Charging well, I'll give with. them two. <laughs> I'll give them two targets. One is c-suitenetwork.com if they are interested in growing their professional orbit and uh, and and receiving outstanding business insights. If they want to connect with me directly, they can just go to teresarose.com and that's t-h-e-r-e-s-a-r-o-s-e like the flower.com. Thanks okay. so much, Rob, for having me. I appreciate it. I hope you and all who listen to you have a wonderful day. Well, thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.